Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. Hello, welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee. And we're so happy that you joined us today. We're going to cover a very interesting local case, extremely sad case. And we're very fortunate to have some of the family members with us today. And before Renee and I get started, um, we're going to do what we normally do. And I'm going to read you a review that we got. And the title of the review is Worth a Listen. And it's five stars. And it says, I just discovered this podcast about a week ago. I've been binging since then. These ladies are doing a great job. I am normally not a fan of the small talk and true crime podcasts, but this is an exception. I feel like I know them. The Missy Beavers case has always terrified me. Keep up the good work. How nice is that? Yeah, we, we really appreciate the five-star reviews. And um, we always like to read one at the top of the show just to show our thanks. And... Renee, did you have anything you wanted to tell us before we bring in our guests? No, I don't think so. Okay, fantastic. If you'd like to introduce them. Yes, absolutely. So we have Danielle Gonzalez and Elsa Lynn Gonzalez, uh, sisters of Mariah Gonzalez. Okay, so we will be right back. We're going to have a little word from our sponsor, and then we will introduce our guests. Thank you. Hi, welcome Danielle and Elsa Lynn. Thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, tell us a little bit about um, who y'all are and uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I'm Danielle Gonzalez. I'm I'm second to the oldest of the my sisters. I'm 29 years old. And I'm Elsa. I'm the third to the to the youngest. I'm 28. All right. Well, thank y'all so much for joining us. And we're going to be talking about Mariah Gonzalez, uh, the sister to Danielle and Elsa Lynn. Um, she was murdered back in 2012. Correct. So tell us about, um, tell us about your sister. So she was very outgoing, um, very easy to hang with and everything. If you get to know her, she was very, she was her so you can basically say um, very laid back and everything, blunt, very easy to tell it how it is and everything. Even though she was the youngest out of all of us, she was basically, I mean, who she was. She was different. You can basically say that. Right. Um, very free, free, free minded. She yeah. was she was like very outspoken. I mean, very she loved to and she loved to do different things. She was just very like, yeah, like outspoken and and free-minded sounds like a fun loving kid yeah right? Now, right now mariah was living in waxahachie at the time but wasn't she staying in ennis at the time of the murder yeah. so she was staying with me 
at the time before everything happened, she stayed with me and my daughter's ex, my daughter's father were, were not together and everything. And um, I was taking care of her at the time and everything, not taking care of, but she wanted to live with me. And yeah, so once that, um, once me and my ex moved out of that house, basically her, we gave the apartment to my mom and dad to take over. Mm-hmm. And that's where they started staying at the apartment. And it was Gracetown apartment in Innis at the time, whenever she, they were still living in Innis. That makes sense. A lot of younger sisters would want to live with their older sister. I know I, I did, you know, so that, right. that makes sense. <laughs> older <laughs> sisters are cool, you know. Right. So um, before um, her murder, tell, tell us about um, how she came in contact with the uh, people that are uh, responsible for her murder. So this is Elsa. She was the one that was staying with me in Ennis. I'm the youngest, the third one, basically. Okay. Danielle's the oldest. But um, so before everything happened, she started hanging with the girl that I knew from middle school. I'm not going to say no names. I don't talk to the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted some things and everything before everything went, everything that happened. And well, mind you, my sister's easy to hang with, you know, who she hangs with and who she does hang with and everything. She cuts, if she cuts you off, there's a re- there's only a reason why she cuts you off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's no explanation added to that. You know, one day, whenever I was talking to her on the phone, I had asked her, I was like, hey, why aren't you hanging around with Jennifer no more? She told me, I just cut her off. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I didn't think anything of it. And I'm like, okay, I mean... It's easy, you know, who she hangs around with is who she hangs with. And if she cuts you off, there's only a reason why she cuts you off. Right. And that's pretty tip. I have teenagers and that just sounds like pretty typical teenage behavior that comes up. I could see that not being alarming. Yeah, she didn't tell me much. So I just left it how it is and everything. I mean, I know that before everything started happening and when she cut her off, I never really much spoke much to um, the news, um, not the news, but one of my sisters and family did the conference and the video with John Wash, and they re- recreated the video. Yes. Um, there was more that I actually knew that I didn't want to be on, and it just brings back so much speaking about it because it makes me nervous because before she passed away, she told me things, and I didn't want to believe it, and I'm till this day in, in denial. Because I'm like, you know, she would sit there and tell me, hey, you know, something happens to me, sis. You know, I said, nah, Mariah, nothing's going to happen to you. And I was pregnant. I'm pregnant at that time. So now nothing's going to happen to you, Mariah. She's like, nah, for real, something does happen to me. I'm letting you know who it was. And I said, nah, I waved it off. But. So she did feel threatened by these people at yeah. the time. Yeah. Do you know if they, did they send her any threatening messages that were recovered or was it all just verbal? So to this day, her phone went missing. Um, I'm the one that actually spoke to her that night before she went missing. Cause she had told me that she had loved me and I had texted her and man, I had that screenshot when she last told me when she said, I love you. I love you and my niece. 
before I named my daughter Mariah, I was going to name her a different name. And she had texted me that same night, but you know, you don't think anything of it when your mind doesn't run through it. Your mind doesn't think anything's going to happen, right. you know? So I text her. We, she seemed fine. I didn't get anything till the next day. That's whenever my mom didn't hear from her. My mom was like, hey, Elsie, can you call her? Call her phone. Have you heard from your sister? I said, no, mom. And I kept calling, but it, the vo- phone kept going to voicemail. So now the police had told us, or the DEA, the people, when they, they told us the phone was never recovered, never found or anything. The only thing they basically found was her house shoe that was found in the, in the fields when they found, um, when I guess when they found the body that we first didn't know of the body that was missing. I'm so sorry. That's devastating for your family. I'm so sorry I went through that. I, I can't believe it's been almost a decade. I do remember when this was in the news, and and I'm sure it still feels very raw for all of you almost yes. 10 years later. And thank you for being willing to come on here and talk about it. We're hoping to help facilitate some justice for your sister. Um, so they are, so law enforcement's not sure if she received any written threats, but apparently she was feeling threatened or she wouldn't have been telling you that she something might happen. Me, but I know for a fact that she, only she knows. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I mean, since we don't have any phone mm-hmm. information on, you know, only she knows, you know, but it, it it bugs me because I'm like, you know, you told me all this ahead of time, you know, but your mind doesn't cross anything through when you don't think some something's going to actually happen. Because mind you, I've met this girl before. I used to hang around with this girl's sister when I went to school in Ennis before we even started the process of, you know, when she met that girl, Jennifer, see, and that's the crazy part is, is that, you know, she got introduced to her by the girl that I was hanging around with in this. Do you have, and that's how do, do you everything. have, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. Sweetie, go ahead. Um, do you have any idea? Obviously there is absolutely no excuse to kill anyone, but do you have any idea what went sideways in the, murderer's mind that would make her lash out like that honestly no i really do not i i can't even i can't even tell you that honestly i wish i could i don't know what really happened like i'm telling you my sister was you know once she cut you off that was Mm -hmm. it there only she knew a reason why she would only stop messing with you Mm -hmm. you know there could be only there could be so many reasons why if she knew too much i i honestly cannot tell you Oh. You know, my and my thing, the way we see it is, okay, if she knew too much, if she saw something, then maybe that was one of the reasons. I honestly can't give you a real good reason right. why so, everything went uh, sideways. Obviously, these people are evil. In my understanding, isn't there a man involved as well? Yes. So there is. And I've never heard of this man, never knew this man. None of us knew this man and everything um, at all. So. When we knew about him, it was very mind blowing because and then when he did. When he did do the interview with John Walsh and they did stated that my best thing was, why didn't you help her? 
Mm-hmm. He sat on TV and said he could have helped her. Why didn't you help her? Right. You saw an innocent life getting taken, getting stabbed. Why didn't you help her? You are a grown man. Not only now you are a coward, you witnessed someone getting murdered. And to top it off, you are a man, but you allowed another woman to sit there, not even a woman, to sit there and do that. A life that was taken for no reason. What was the reason behind it? Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, it is. It is horrible. It really is. I mean, like, you could have helped, but you chose not to help. You let the thing just happen while she was being stabbed to death. Like, and then to carry her body. It, it took a lot for me to like rewatch the video because I only watched it whenever they set it out. And then the mark the 10 years of her anniversary that barely came out this year, I had to get myself to rewatch it because I just miss her. Right. Yeah. And how and, and she was a child. Yeah, how old was yeah. she? So she was 15. Yeah. Cause she's born in 96 and I'm 94. So she were really not that far apart, but she was she she was the last one out of all of us, the baby one. Just absolutely horrific. I just don't even have words. So, um, okay, so they the the police tell you that they they found her body, um, and it and where was she found? Where did I mean? So they say that they found her body on night thirst road um someone was going and it's basically like a dirt road basically and mm-hmm. um, it's an innis but it's like you really can't miss people drive their way through there to like whenever they go to work well some uh, man just was already going heading to work and he saw something on fire and so whenever he saw something on fire i guess he stopped and to take a look and that's when he noticed the bird burned body but mind you, we didn't know anything about this because still we were still thinking like, hey, my sister's probably with friends. You know, maybe she's somewhere that we maybe she's hanging around with someone that we thought she was hanging around with and mm-hmm. she's coming home. Yeah. But, and maybe her phone just died or something that happens a lot yeah, with kids. That's, that's the only thing. But the weird part is, is that I personally had to ask my mom when we didn't get in contact with her when. The days have passed, basically the third day. I told my mom on the third day, when still no info, no nothing, I told her, I called Ennis Police Department and, and asked if I could file for a missing person. And I was still young at that time. And they're like, no, you're still young. You have to have your mom called. And I called my mom and I told her mom, I was like, have you filed for a missing person yet? She said, no. I said, well, you need to do it because this is now serious, mom, because we have no way in contacting her. Then I had proceeded to ask my mom, I said, mom, did Mariah take her purse with her? And when she told me no, that was it. I already knew that was the end of it because my sister, anywhere she went, anywhere, I mean, anywhere, her purse was taken with her everywhere, including purse, cell phone, anything, makeup wise, anything. As soon as she said that her purse was there, that was it. That let it go. I said something already happened, mom. Because my mom even had a feeling too when the day that she woke up from work at five in the morning and she was get, uh, about to leave. And as soon as she walked out the apartment, she she had told us that she knew something was wrong too, that something wasn't right. Wow. But you, I mean, being a mom, I mean, it's you true. you really have to go with it, but you don't want to be in the like in the sake of thinking something actually horrible happened. Right. That's the absolute worst outcome. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So how did, um, I know that I remember hearing this story back then and I remember, um, his, it was his name, Joe Alvarado. Yes. Okay. I, I know that he got caught. It was either Arlington or Grand Prairie. I can't remember which one. Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie. Okay. And so tell us about that, about him getting caught and arrested and. So he made that. So basically he was in Grand Perry and that they both were in a hotel. I think from whenever I can go back on the video from me not watching not too long ago in March is that they were in Grand Perry. They stayed at a hotel and he left from the hotel while she was still there. And he made a phone call to the police. At first they were asking questions there. I guess he was telling where he could find this person. And then they proceeded to go where, you know, Asked him, like, well, are you him? And he sure, and he told him that he, it was him. But I I don't really understand if it was a Waxhatchee police, if they went from Waxhatchee to Grand Prairie, or if it was Grand Prairie. I, I can't tell you that. I honestly don't know how it went about on which police department actually went there to get him. Yeah, that's that's probably confusing, and you know, there's no telling how they worked that part out. I mean, it could have been the Grand Prairie Police, and then uh, they detained him, and then you know, Waxahachie went and picked him up or something, but um, or Ellis County, I guess. Um, okay, so you're saying that that Joe caught contacted the police and told them that he was part of the murder. He told him about the murder, but I honestly don't know if he did tell him that he was part. I mean, I. It, I would have to rewatch the videos. It was, it was an anonymous call. It was an anonymous oh, call. Oh, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Wow. How, how did they finally figure out it was him calling? I think he finally admitted it. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. And so him and um, okay, so the other person that that was uh, a participant in in your sister's murder was Jennifer Pointe, correct? Yes. Okay. And she's the one that has not been caught. Yes. Okay. Correct. All right. Okay. So tell us about, tell us about that. Like how did, um, what happened to her according to Joe and, and, um, how, how did that all come about? Honestly, I don't even know. I, um, I don't even know how they couldn't even catch her on time. I don't know how you let a person be on the run for so long. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's, I know that whatever they did the case, whenever they the um they finished not even finished the case, they only trialed for Joe first, then they closed the case because whenever they said, I think my mom told me that if if they found Jennifer, they would reopen the case and they would sentence her. So I think they both got a each separate case, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I can't even tell you. There's there's been so many leads. I mean, that people sit there and tell us this is Jennifer, this is her, you know. I it's really hard to try to work on a case on my sister because since only one person was caught and the other person is still on the run mm-hmm. and they don't, want to do, they don't want to do much about it. Even if you call and tell them like, hey, this, we might think there might be a tip and everything, it's still they can't do much. It's not under hands. It's not, yeah, under hands for us, for them. Right. That's so frustrating. Is it still alleged at this point, I guess, because, or do they have a warrant out for this Jennifer person's arrest or? 
I mean, there's supposed to be one, okay. but we really, they haven't really told us much. Once they did Joe's case and everything and sent his case, like that was it. We didn't, mm. they, it wasn't much of a tell as much case. Honestly, mm. I can tell you that for a fact. Now, I, I, I don't know if I have this part correct, but from what I remember, and that doesn't, I'm, I'm probably confused, but I remember Joe saying that he just helped get rid of her body, but he didn't actually kill her. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So he didn't kill her. Like how, um, I um, was telling you, he basically stood in the other room while Jennifer did her part in killing my sister. Oh my God. And in, in the video, if, uh, if you're, if, there's a scene where he says like her body didn't feel like a body for her for him to pick up. Like, I mean, I don't know how you would feel when someone it has a dead body in your arms and you're picking them up and everything, and you know you just get rid of it. Right. But he had no he had no part in um and none of the stabbings in her death. Only Jennifer did. Now is he that it, go ahead? Is that just based on his word though? Yes. Okay, so he could be lying, right? That too. Yes, ma'am. Because I mean, he had to help. He had to help her put her in the carpet, roll her up. Because I mean, they said they had to light her up on fire, so they had to. She needed help to. Mm-hmm. You know, she that girl. She couldn't have done it by herself. She needed help. Right. That's true. Just, you can't just you know kill somebody and then walk out with her by yourself. You can't do that. It's but impossible. They right. do have them on camera and um, in his at the Easy Mart where they're both getting gasoline. Okay, so they were definitely together. What time were yeah. they seen? Do you know what time they were seen on camera approximately? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it was just that. It was some point that night. It was like early morning, like probably like five or six, six, probably like five in the morning. I think I want to say they had spent. Because it has to be around that time because whenever they, they threw her on the side of the road somebody from work they're going to work so it had to be around that time right so he's definitely involved no doubt yeah so they so they basically rolled her up in a rug and put it on the side of the road and just caught it on fire caught the rug on fire okay wow horrible so um so this joe person is he incarcerated currently yes ma'am he is so he hasn't talked all these years about where this Jennifer person might be or, or offered any tips. No, ma'am. I know. Um, no, they haven't at all. Okay. I know we were there whenever they did sit, sit to him and my parents had sat there and forgave him. Mm-hmm. Bless their hearts. Yes. It's the hardest thing mm. ever. Yeah, that's gotta be horrible. So do you, do you, um, do y'all keep in touch? I know you, I know that the police are, probably you know they they have to keep as much information as they can i'm sure um without you know releasing too much information because it's an ongoing investigation and i say ongoing i know it's been 10 years but you know i'm sure that if you know somebody called in a tip or whatever but is there someone that y'all keep in touch with ever so often just to check in and see if you know no because like i think the 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 I guess I don't know who he was, but the officer that was in charge whenever that had happened, I mean, he retired. So they gave, they released them that information to somebody else. And now there's, I mean, it's pretty much gone. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing that they've been, they've done. So it's like, you know, after he retired, 
I mean, it's just pretty much went like, oh, you know, that's just somebody that's gone. You know what I mean? We we caught one person, then that's that's all that matters. That's the way that's the way I see it. Right. Because it still hasn't been we 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 ask and you know, we still haven't they just say we well, we can't do nothing about it because it's not in our hands and where it has to do with the people in Mexico or the Texas Rangers and stuff like that. So it's pretty much confirmed that she's in Mexico or is that just a hunch that people have? That's just a hunch. But I mean, I know that whenever I was, whenever I hung around with the sister, when I was younger, her mom would sit there and drive to Houston and Ennis at the time. Cause there would be a time where she would come home on the weekend. Only Jennifer and her mom would drive to Houston to go pick her up. Mm. But I've heard that she did have family in Mexico at the time of that. Okay. When all that happened. But they say that she probably could be in Mexico. It's just really, it's honestly like a back and forth thing. She could be anywhere, basically. Mm -hmm. I know, I know that we've gotten like messages from people, but we don't, we don't, we don't know what to believe because, you know, these people are, they'll just send things and they'll say that she's in Mexico, Samuelita's New New Mexico. And we're just like, they'll have photos of her too, that we have like on our D on our DMs that people send. Cause I carry my sister's foundation and on that foundation, there's people um, that will write anonymous that will send pictures of Jennifer stating that she's in Mexico. Oh, wow. But it's hard to believe because it's just like, how do you carry these po- photos? And you're like saying that you're scared of her, but you don't want to come forward. I'm like, if she's in Mexico, you know, there has to be more than that for you to just sit there and just send pictures or tell us that she's somewhere hiding in Mexico. Right. And they'll, then, they'll de- then they will delete their media afterwards. So there's no search found to even find them. Do, anymore do, do they you write that do you believe those were actually pictures of jennifer yes because they're clearly pictures of her wow. that look just like her did you did you go to the police with that or did anyone no because it's really hard to believe if if it's actually coming i feel like if you if we were to go to the police i feel like it won't be much for them to even to even honestly care because on some cases when people get murdered i feel like it's just a hidden didn't go on some cases with some people that really want to work with the case and some that don't want to work with the case. That's just the way I see it. Well, are they giving you locations? Are they giving you like, this is where I've seen her? Yeah, yeah. they're giving us locations and everything. But some of them, like I'm telling you, some of them, they will delete their media afterwards. Well, they're probably, you think it's because they're scared? Yes. Okay. That's, that's what I figured. So, I mean, this is just my suggestion, but I would definitely call those tips in to Crime Stoppers and give them the information that they're giving you. And a lot of times they will know that this is like, you can tell them that this person is wanted in the connection to the murder of your sister. She was 15 years old and they can forward that to uh, the person that needs to you know, get a hold of that information and, and go forward with, you know, contacting that uh, location where she's seen and go from there maybe, you know? Okay. That would be something to do. I mean, just, you know, I, I know that they know how to forward it in the right, you know, right manner. And, yes, ma'am. And, and we'll send you the Ellis County Crime Stoppers phone number after the podcast is over. We'll send it in the group chat. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, okay. So, okay. So how long did Joe get in, uh, he's in prison. How long did, what was his sentence? Half of that, they only gave him 33 years. Wow. 33 years. Yep. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And was he from Ennis? From my understanding, I honestly don't even know. 
Oh, that's right. We you don't said even you didn't know. know anything about him. Okay. How he came into the picture. I wonder why he would even allow himself to be involved in something like this. Maybe he was on drugs or something. It's just so weird to think they that. Really had, they really had to be. I mean, yeah. I know that she was known for doing drugs and everything. But, I mean, it's just, if you know how, if you do drugs, if you know how to handle your drugs, I mean, it's common sense, too, for people, like, you should know what you're doing in your right mind. Some people right. may not. but I, know, I mean, like, if you didn't take an intake of so much drug, you could absolutely stop yourself from something being preventable right certainly no excuse i'm just trying to figure out how anyone could know that a child just got murdered in the next room supposedly um if he's telling the truth about that part of it he might have mm -hmm. been right there involved in the murder too who knows but if he's telling the truth i mean that even that and in participating in taking the body out and putting it on the side of the road and all that stuff how could someone do that that's just unbelievable it really is yeah I know at one point I remember uh, reading, and again, like I said, I don't know. You never know what's true. You don't know if they've, you know, put this in there just to make it uh, just, you know, for the readers. But I read somewhere that Jennifer said she wanted to see what it was like to kill someone. Do you, do you recall so, hearing that? I have. I even heard it from a lot of people and everything. Um, I think also her ex-baby father also said the same thing too and everything mm -hmm. um that they did go up to the police station and then they said that that she was willing that she was trying to kill before but i don't think that in his police department did anything about that before that even happened if i'm not mis if i'm not mistakenly and you just brought someone up some go ahead someone did state that they did go up to the Ennis police department and i'm that she was trying to kill someone catch them on fire and her baby daddy did, I think he reported, but in his police department did not do nothing about that. And then look what happened. Yeah. A, exactly. uh, a teenage girl life was taken away and y'all have no written records of that. Like yeah. that's even sad on y'all's end. Someone actually went up there. They wrote it off. Like, and you're a police department for them to not do that. You must not even obviously care that someone went up there and try to report that. Like, that's even sad. Right. It's horrible. Well, okay, so and you brought up something else just now that I had forgotten about. Okay, so Jennifer has a, a child or children? Yes. Okay. And, I mean, you would think with her having a child, at some point she's got to see them. But, if, of course, we are talking about a cold-blooded murderer, so maybe not. I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, they would keep in touch with the family, you know, like the, the So the, the sheriff that retired that was on my sister's case mm -hmm. um, even said that she even had another kid. But she does have one kid here or wherever. I don't know where they stay, but she has two more kids. How would he know? Wow. Right. Unbelievable. And do you remember the last time someone sent you a DM of a, with a picture of supposedly Jennifer in Mexico? Not too long ago. Okay. So it's fairly About recent. About a week ago. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, good. That's probably still actionable then. That's good. Right. So when we get done, don't hang up, and we'll give you the information and how to send that over, and um, that way they can get that information and, and start working on it. Okay. Okay. Yes, Oh, and uh, can you tell us about the Mariah Gonzalez Foundation? So my aunt is the one that created, her name is Irene, but um, I know that she, it was me and that she gave access to me to have on it. So 
it basically like states like it's on the website well on my facebook and everything i hardly get on facebook i'm not much very active social on facebook but i have it under me and it's under the it's called the Marian gonzalez foundation it's where we post videos of like whenever they did the stream of john wash and everything and pictures of her when she was when she was still here and everything that we had access you know but people still get on that and they'll like it i know i had this one lady from new york that wrote and said and asked you know has she been caught still and i'm like i honestly didn't think that people throughout being further you know would think of of a case like that and everything and i'm like no she still hasn't been caught but you know if she's not caught now i know that when the time comes the one person that she's gonna have to sit there and go through is god that's the truth yeah absolutely man I, 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 uh, I know that you probably hear this often, but I, I cannot even imagine what y'all been through with the death of your sister. I mean, she was so young and it just breaks your heart that people, that people do things like this. And I guess we'll never understand. No, we won't. I mean, I've lived through it. I was young. I was pregnant. It was hard. You know, everyone copes with things differently. It's just, they took a part of me when they took her away, it, it's very hard because I'm like, she should, she should be living. Right. Right. Exactly. She should be here. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Um, she should be here thriving and enjoying your children and potentially her own by now. And it's, it's just yeah. horrific what these people did. I'm happy that Joe didn't get away with his part of it, but I think we'll all be, I know your family will be a lot more relieved when Jennifer has to face some consequences for this. Yeah. Yeah. 10 years on the run is a long time. So she was held at the time, Jennifer. Was she held for it? What meaning by, sorry. No. How, how old was she? So she, oh, I think, I think the reports I read said she was about 18, 18. She was 18. She was okay. 18 at the time. Okay. So she's, I mean, 10 years is, does make a difference, you know, um, but I guess if these people have seen her and you, you've seen the pictures then that, you know, uh, definitely hang on to those because that could be very helpful. And if, you know, she's made any changes to hair color or if she's slimmed up or gained weight, anything like that, you know? Yes. Okay. Man. Um, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about the, the case or your sister? Honestly, I just wish that they could have done more to this instead of, you know, they did what they could, but I feel like they could have honestly listened more to people before it could have got prevented. Right. Like, it's a taking a step of someone's life was taken away and, you know, y'all did only y'all's part, but y'all could have done more to a case and then think nothing of it. Like, this was a young life that was taken away shortly, like... Mm -hmm. That's just how I see it. So Jennifer had threatened some people before that they would kill, so she would kill someone and burn them. And mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, so what you're saying is if police would have acted on that, perhaps this horrible tragedy wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. I hear exactly what you're saying. Well, um, well, so basically we're looking for Jennifer Puente. Tell us, tell our audience, um, Anything that you know that will help them. I mean, I will post pictures if you have any pictures of her uh, from back then. We'll post those and let people know, you know, so they can see a picture of who they're looking for. 
Uh, we know that she was 18 at the time. She's 28. Um, she, uh, y'all think that she might possibly be in Mexico. I had also read somewhere that she may possibly been from Laredo. Is that correct or no? Yeah. There's tips from Laredo. There's tips from Mexico, Nuevo Leon, the Bolitas, Mexico. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So we will post those and in hopes that people will start calling in tips. Um, we'll put, of course, we'll have the phone number for everyone, but for, for anyone listening, it's uh, 972-937-7297. That's the Ellis County Crime Stoppers number. Um, if anybody has any information on the whereabouts of Jennifer Samantha Puente. Yes, please call Crime Stoppers of Ellis County because they're the ones still working this case, my understanding, that would be able to get the information to the right people. Right, correct. And and, and they can remain anonymous. They don't have to give their information, their name. They can even download the app, which is the P3 app. Uh, you download it on your phone just like you do any other app, and then you can go on there. You don't have to put any identifying information of yours or whoever is calling in the tip. Um, and then they would put in the information on her location uh, or they can even upload pictures. You can upload pictures, um, anything that you need to send in. So anybody that's listening that has any information on her location, her whereabouts, um, you know, please do, please download that app because it's very helpful. And you can, like I said, they can send pictures in just like they sent to you or your sister. And, um, you know, and then they can give all the information and nobody's ever going to know that they did it. They, they, had, they have no way of knowing who you are and they can communicate with you back and forth and they still don't know who you are. So that, that's a, that is very helpful for people who are afraid to talk to police. Right. And I can understand them being afraid. Right. So, well, Danielle and Elsa, we can't thank you enough for being on. I know how this must have been excruciatingly difficult for you to talk about this. And we thank you so much for spending your time with us this afternoon. No, we thank y'all for having us on here. Honestly, I do appreciate that for y'all hearing us out. Yes, and we'll do anything we can to help. And please, if you think of anything going forward, message us or um, join our group and we'll discuss it in there. And we'll be making a post about this case as soon as we get this podcast uploaded. So, yeah, we'll definitely want to get the conversation going again and see if we can scare up some leads and hopefully get this person off the streets. Thank you. Thank, thank you all. You. Have a wonderful afternoon and thank you again. Thank you. Y'all have a great night. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
those back. Skirt off the block, black, black. 12 on the clock. Black. I pay in cash. cash, cash. You do the math. Black. I watch the bag. You take the tab. Black. I cut you fast. Black. You had a gas. Skirt off the block, black. 12 on the clock. Black. I pay in cash. Black. You do the math. Black. I watch the bag. Black. You take the tab. Black. I cut you fast. Black. You had a gas. Black.